Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Online Coaching Podcast, the place where we talk about everything online coaching, including marketing, business models, tools, and mindset. Hey, welcome. Today we're going to talk about beating procrastination and getting things done. And of course, when we are coaches, especially if we're solopreneurs just starting out, it's us by ourselves. You know, you don't work for the big corporate anymore. You don't have a boss or a supervisor to push you. So sometimes, you know, we feel like we get stuck in these cycles of not doing enough. So let's first take a look at the reasons why we procrastinate, because Beating procrastination is a big part of becoming and staying consistent, which we all know is really, really good for marketing our business and generating leads on a monthly, weekly basis. So it can be a very important part of your business to focus on getting unstuck from procrastination and, of course, building the systems for consistency. And that's exactly what I'm going to share with you today. But let's start off with procrastination. So I believe there are three main reasons why people procrastinate. So I find that I get really stuck. The main reason I get really stuck is because I don't have a plan. When you don't have a plan, it can sometimes be difficult to move forward. Now, not everybody is the same. Some people need to see an overview of how everything is going to happen. And this is typically me. So I don't just need to know where I'm going to start. I need to know where it's going to go, where it's going to happen, what are the different steps. So to give you an example, if I'm going to launch a new product or if I'm going to launch a new mini program, I need to see the whole plan of why are we doing this? So how does this fit with my other programs? Why am I doing that? The why is very important for me. Otherwise, I will not get moving. Secondly, once I know my why, then I can sit down and create a plan. I need to know what's going to happen first, what's going to happen second, what needs to happen sort of concurrently sometimes, um, how the whole thing will end, how will I evaluate if it has been successful or not. So I like to create this whole step-by-step plan. But for a lot of people, having this plan is enough to kind of get started. So in a way, this is where you do get started. So you get started by sitting down and creating this plan. Now, there are people who just like to jump in and then see what happens. And that's great. It does help as well to sometimes put yourself in this mindset. And I have done this sometimes when I have procrastinated so long because I didn't know how to plan something because I didn't know how to do it before, because I'd never done it. Like creating my podcast was one of those things where I had never created a podcast before. I'd done a lot of training, read a lot of blogs, did a lot of little courses, but still I couldn't quite picture the whole process. So I found it really hard to start. So I just decided to jump in so that I can understand how the process works. And sometimes when we're really stuck for a while, that's what we need to do. If we don't know how to plan something, in a way that we feel satisfied that we can move forward, we need to just jump in to discover the process or hire someone who can do it. There's always that option as well. The second thing that can really stop you is maybe you have managed to do a plan. So you know, 
you know yourself you know you need a plan you've sat down you understand how this fits within with the rest of your business you have put down the whole plan beginning to end you understand what comes first what comes second but somehow you still find it hard to start and usually this is because we haven't broken down what exactly needs to be done for example pick a podcast platform might look like a, a good item to put on your to-do list but in reality it's not a to-do item a to-do list would look something like this instead of writing pick the right podcasting platform you might write okay contact three friends with a podcast to ask what platform they use review the three platforms and take a decision by the end of the day so you want to have a process. You want to, your to-do list has to be the process. It cannot be just the outcome. So pick a podcasting platform that is the outcome of what I'm going to do. It is not my to-do list. Very often, if we distinguish between these two things, we already find it quite easy to get unstuck. I have this problem sometimes with accounting stuff. It's like my accountant will ask for something Um, I don't know, a particular document uh, or a particular set of data usually. And I think, okay, how, how do I start to actually collect this? Sometimes it takes me ages to really understand how I'm going to make this easy for myself. But once I do, once I really understand how to break down things and how to do it in three or four steps, then that's it. I'm doing it. I'm moving. So you may find out that after you've created the big overview plan, you are going to have to go in and do a to-do list for each thing. But of course, and this has happened to me a number of times, sometimes you can really overwhelm yourself because you try to create a plan and then you try to create a to-do list for each section of the plan. And some people may have the grit to do this. I don't. I can tell you right away. I find it really hard to do everything in one day. It just becomes really overwhelming for me. So the way I do it is once I'm happy with the steps of the plan, I will just take the first most important things and create a to-do list for those. Now, of course, time is of the essence. So you do need to have sort of an estimation of how much time everything is going to take. And it can be hard to do that without a detailed to-do list. However, work with who you are and and how you do things if like me you feel too overwhelmed to go into a two-month plan and do all the to-do lists all at one go do them bit by bit and be a bit generous with your time so a good way to do it is because we always underestimate how much time something is gonna take i don't know what it is it's a human thing so you know you might say okay i think this is gonna take an hour and you know you can allocate an extra half hour In some cases, when I absolutely have no idea how long something will take, I will actually double it. And then, you know, what tends to happen is when I've allocated extra time for something, then something else ends up sucking it up. So it does work out anyway, in the end. So if you're feeling like you're procrastinating, have a look at these things. Make sure you have an an overview plan and make sure that it's very clear that you have a very simple, clear to-do list, step-by-step, so you know exactly when to start. You can sit down and you know what your next 10-minute task is. Once you have that, it becomes much easier to make progress. There is, however, a third reason why you can have your overview plan, you can have your detailed to-do list and you still sit there and you either do something else to procrastinate or you just sit there and, and stare at the blank page and you're not, you're not motivated and, and you're not sure why you can't get yourself to start. When this happens, 
you could be emotionally stuck. So, so you kind of need to take a different approach to this. Planning is not going to help you get unstuck when it's when it's an emotional thing. You need to sort of get deeper and try to understand what's making you feel so stuck. So very often it's going to be either fear of failure, fear of success as well. It might sound a little bit strange to some of you, but, you know, fear of success is a real thing. There are people out there who when they start making extra money and this happened to me as well you know I started earning uh, so much more per hour than people I knew you know even even lawyers and people who are highly qualified and you kind of feel a little bit like a fraud you feel like if you have more money than others maybe people might get jealous of you they won't like you anymore Um, You know, a lot of people say horrible things about rich people. So it's very normal for us to not want to be that rich person because, you know, some people have been brought up to think that money is evil. And it's such a common thing. You can really start hearing that once, once you have a little bit more money yourself, you start realizing, hey, this is there's a lot of negativity around money. But anyway, so one of the things you need to think about is what might be stopping me. What might be stopping me in terms of what am I afraid of? Am I afraid of being successful? Maybe, you know, you know that once you become more successful, you're going to have a harder relationship with your husband. Maybe, you know, you've always been used to being supported by others. And the idea of not needing the support is maybe new to you, you know, so have a bit of a think look inwards. Very often we are stuck and we can't see a reason why we're procrastinating because of something that's inside. Sometimes it can be harder to look at the reason. So you may be going through a rough patch. Maybe you've had more arguments with your family than usual. Maybe your health is not in tip-top shape. Maybe there is just something niggling at you. Maybe you're a bit bored with your business and you need something new. Have a bit of a think you know, but give yourself space. So when this happens, it's important that you take some time to focus on yourself, focus on feeling good, on, you know, maybe getting some exercise, getting some outdoor time, meditate if you're that kind of person, Um, relax, go for a walk in nature, just shut yourself out from business as much as possible, you know, go out with friends, have a few drinks, let your hair down, just knock off the usual routine and the usual business thoughts so that you can really recharge and come back with a fresh look and a fresh approach to everything. And even if you need to do some introspection, you know, taking some time off is always a good idea. Um, Sometimes my, my husband thinks that it's a little bit crazy, but when I feel overwhelmed and when I feel like I have too much to do, which is never really the case because, you know, it's my business, I'm the boss, I make the rules, I decide how much to outsource, who to outsource to, how much to delegate, it's up to me. If I have too much to do and I'm bottlenecking and I feel stressed, it's probably my doing, so there's something more behind it. So usually actually taking some time off and looking at it a bit objectively is really going to help work things out. And procrastination is one of those big things. It's one of those indicators that something else is not quite right. So 
always think, have I prepared myself for this? Do I know what the next task is? And am I feeling good with myself? And if not, where is this coming from? Dig a little bit deeper, give it time, because there is no other way, really. If you ignore it, it's, it's, not, gonna, it's not necessarily going to get better. And there's also a chance that it might get worse. Okay, so I'd like to end this conversation by recommending a couple of resources, which will help you understand how you feel the way you do and also how to plan things a little bit better. I believe there is no real one size fits all when it comes to project planning, but we can get better at it when we understand how our own brain works. One book I really enjoyed reading was Getting Things Done by David Allen. So I highly recommend taking a look at that. It does explain why certain systems work and how to do certain things to break down tasks and projects. I didn't take it on and sort of use the full system that he proposes. But what I did was I actually took a look at how he breaks things down in a smaller way. And I basically just took the tips that I can see will work for me. So I highly recommend, you know, dipping into a good project management book and just not feeling like you have to be stiff and take on the full process and make it a big task to create your systems and processes and all of this, but just take from it what's useful to you and create a system that works around the way your brain feels good, the way you and your habits and the way you are actually works. And finally, if your procrastination is coming from a place of mindset, I highly recommend looking up Denise Duffield Thomas. She creates a lot of content around money mindset, fear of failure and success and all that kind of stuff. You can find all these links in the show notes and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.